When you got this call from Pat Kraft that offered you this job, what was going through your mind? Oh, my head was spinning. My head was spinning. Uh, and then get that call and say, you want to coach Penn State uh, men's basketball in the Big Ten. Dream come true. Absolute dream come true. I just wanted to know what you're looking from, forward to from us, from the student section. How to not try to help you win, but make sure we win. I uh, mean, I want you to come to the game and get crazy. Absolutely crazy. I, I, I want you guys at the end of this year to say, Man, going to the basketball games are some of the best memories I had this year. And just show up, be loud, be proud, go crazy, talk a lot of shit, you know what I mean? Uh, everybody says they want to win. Everybody says that. But are you committed to winning? C committing, being committed to winning is everything. You know, three, 365 days a year, you're trying to make your program better. So there's been a lot of yeah. success here in the basketball program. What, what are the one or two things that still need to happen in order to be able to reach the, become a consistent top 25 program? Yeah. Support for today's episode comes from Waterboy. This bad boy right here, you'd be amazed at the thing in this stick right here can completely change your life. Waterboy is a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. There's other hydration packs on the market, but nothing comes close, anywhere close, to fighting those Sunday scaries like Waterboy. It has zero sugar, three times the electrolytes of liquid IV, your hangover stands zero chance. Unlike their competitors, Waterboy has added ingredients beyond just hydration to help with nausea, anxiety, and fatigue. I'm at the age now where bachelor parties and weddings become almost a monthly occurrence. The only way I recover and am able to work well on Monday and go do some podcasts is by taking Waterboy the morning after. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their cure for hangovers. And now for a limited time, you can too. My listeners get an exclusive 15% discount when they use my code ADAMB at waterboy.com. That's 15% off with code ADAMB at waterboy.com. Waterboy has got you. Today's episode is brought to you by Ekron Athletics. Listen, you guys know I was an injury-prone player during my playing career. Felt like I was hurt having surgery every other season. Looking back on it, I wasn't recovering the right way. So now in my post-playing career, I've made it a mission to figure out how to recover best. And that's when I found Ekron Athletics. Their B37S percussion massage gun, this thing right here, has changed the way I recover after big workouts. I wish I had this thing when I was playing. It was named the best overall massage gun by GQ, Sports Illustrator, and other trusted publications. I'm telling you, Every player and athlete out there should be using this thing to recover after workouts and games and to get loose before games and practices. And even if you're not playing sports and using it before the gym and after the gym, I use it when I'm sitting at home watching college football every Saturday. I mean, this thing is beautiful. I love it. I take it with me everywhere I go, even on the road when I travel. Oh, and the B37S massage gun is not just about a quick fix. It's got a long battery life and it comes with a lifetime warranty guaranteeing this thing lasts much longer than my football career did. Whether you're a current athlete, a former athlete, or just an everyday person trying to stay in shape, you need to try the B37S percussion gun from Ekron Athletics. Go to EkronAthletics.com today and start recovering faster and moving easier. That's Ekron Athletics and use promo code NEXTUP for 25% off your purchase. That's E-K-R-I-N Athletics.com with promo code NEXTUP for 25%. Uh, before we get started, I want to thank Dante and Champs for having us and having everyone here. Uh, shout out to Dante Champs. This is the best place in State College, so appreciate it. Um, want to thank Nittanyville for coming out. Appreciate everyone in Nittanyville being here. Yeah. I mean, these guys were here like 45 minutes early before the doors open. You gotta love it. Uh, Penn State Sports Business Conference is here. All the media that's here are gonna be an awesome few hour event. And it's gonna start off with uh, Penn State head basketball coach Mike Rhodes is here tonight. So, yeah. Coach Rhodes. Uh, 
Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Don Julio. Don Julio sponsored this event. We all love our Don Julio. Who's that? Who's that? Shout out Don Julio. Uh, so we're going to start off with my podcast with Coach Rhodes. Going to have Chop Robinson and Adisa Isaac from the football team come up in about 15, 30 minutes. Going to have Christian Hackenberg, who's here. Where's Christian Hackenberg at? Oh, he's hiding. Christian Hackenberg and Brandon Bell are going to have their podcast with a few players, uh, with Puff Johnson, who just joined the Penn State basketball team as well. And then we got the Penn State football players podcast, the Lions Den, at 7 o'clock. So going to be an awesome event. Uh, but without further ado, Coach Mike Rhodes. What's up, man? Thank so, you. Man, appreciate it. I'm going to grab this mic. I mean, I've been trying to get you on the podcast for a while, Coach. I, I had work to do. I had work to do. When I got here, I didn't have any players. Now I do. Now I do. How's everybody doing? Great to see you. So I, I, I have to tell you, this is the first time in a long, long time I'm at a bar drinking happy hour and I'm not drinking. So I, I'm growing up. I'm growing up. I love it. I love it. It's a good turnout, man. This I mean, is awesome. So yeah. You guys must be doing so well in school to just get over here real quick. Appreciate it. Thanks for being here. It's awesome. Well, let's, uh, I want to start with coming to Penn State. You grew up in Pennsylvania, yeah. getting this job. When you got this call from Pat Kraft that offered you this job, what was going through your mind? Oh, my head was spinning. My head was spinning. Uh, you know, I've been fortunate being a Pennsylvania guy. My first football game was 1978. I was a basketball camper up here in the 80s. I worked camp here when Coach Parker was here when I was in college. I knew a lot of the players. My brother and sister went here to Penn State. I had, like many of you and your friends, I made a lot of road trips uh, to Penn State. And then get that call and say, you want to coach Penn State uh, men's basketball in the Big Ten? Dream come true, absolute dream come true. You had so much success at BCU and, and turned that program around. What, what do you think went into it? What did you learn from your time there that you're going to use at Penn State now? Well, you got to, you know, I always say you got to, toughness, like, that's just what I know. That's the way I was raised. Work harder than everyone. Don't work harder, work the hardest. Be tougher than everybody. And when I say toughness, it's not always a physical thing. It's, it's you got to go through stuff to get to where you want to go. Yeah. And that stuff makes us. And uh, I'm not sitting here without two awesome parents that believed in me, uh, but they didn't sugarcoat it either. They told me the truth. And, you know, the, the greatest thing my dad gave me growing up was he allowed me to follow my passion and gave me belief. But we made no excuses in my house. And there's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm yeah. sitting here. That's why we've had success. And, and you all know, we all know, you hear those stories. You, you know, you got to go through some stuff to get to where you want to go. And... Sometimes that stuff stops people in their tracks and it's over and uh, we weren't allowed to in my house. We, we just yeah. kept going and, and it was a level of toughness and, and whatever you want to call it, thick skin and just keep pushing and uh, move forward. That was the big thing and, and, and I use it with our guys all the time. Whatever you do, you just got to keep moving forward. You keep moving forward, good things are going to happen. Yeah. Before we keep going, we're going to take questions from the crowd in a little bit. So start thinking of your questions for Coach Rhodes. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there in a few minutes. You brought in a bunch of transfers this offseason. I mean, a ton. Yeah. What, what goes into your transfer portal strategy, using it to really revamp your entire roster? Well, when I got here, I knew that a lot of guys were leaving and, and some, some freshmen left and all that. So at one point, we got down to three guys. So, you know, I was seeing practice. if I could play. No, we couldn't do anything. We could, I mean, we played one-on-one-on-one. -on -one -on -one. That's all we could do. Uh, but I, the number one thing, Adam, was we're not panicking. Uh, I, I'm, I'm here to build this to last. Uh, a quick fix, and then we'll just be right where we're at again a year or two from now. 
the biggest thing to me was we're going to do this right we're going to find fits and now it's not always perfect and you hope you're 100% in recruiting but you're not but the biggest thing to me was find guys that want to be here with us want to be at a place like Penn State and want to play in our style and then go out and find guys that are serious about being in the gym. I, I, I don't do well with guys that don't love to be in the gym. Now, there's a lot of guys that love to play basketball. They don't love to be in the gym and work. I do best with those guys. That's what we're about. So, so it was number one, don't panic. But once we went in, the, we, we jumped in head first. And I'm very fortunate. I brought my staff from VCU with me. These guys have been you know, coaching for a long time. They know what, what we want and how we do things. But they have a lot of connections all over the country. So we scoured the whole country. Uh, every day we pre- refresh to refresh the port- transfer portal to see who's new. And there, what the neat thing was, there were some guys in the transfer portal uh, that we recruited at VCU. Uh, Puff Johnson I recruited. Then he blew up in the summer, went to Carolina. His brother Cam was in the NBA. I came on an official visit to Rice. DeMarco Dunn, who was at North Carolina, we recruited him really hard uh, when we were at VCU. And there was uh, uh, Zach Hicks, who, you know, the heck of a shooter from Temple, from New Jersey, recruited that area really hard, knew all his people. So that helped pre-existing relationships. But then it was jump in there. Let's not panic. Let's make sure we get some good fits and and go from there. You've gotten to work with Pat Kraft now for a few months on the job. What have you seen from from Pat Kraft and how he leads this athletic department? I know how how important alignment is from the top down uh, when you're building this program. He's a killer. Let's call it as it is, man. He's a killer. I, I... I love being around him. I love, I love what his vision is. I love what he's all about. Now, you know, let's go back. He, he was a walk-on inside linebacker in the Big Ten. Come on, man. What <laughs> tough, you, you tough, know, right? Yeah, so I, I'm gelled, gelled with him right from the start. And, you know, the biggest thing is everybody says they want to win. Everybody says that. But are you committed to winning? C- committing, being committed to winning is everything, you know, three, 365 days a year, you're trying to make your program better. 24 seven, 365, that's how it's gotta be. And it's, it's the carpets, it's the, the paint on the walls, it's the pictures, are they updated? It's how we look on the bus, on the plane. It's how we, how we do everything, it's how we eat. And not to spoil our guys or make them entitled because they gotta work and they gotta earn everything. But to make, our, make sure that we all know we're committed to winning and, and winning big and, and winning to make it last. And Pat understood that. That's where I was coming from. And that's how he is. And just his energy, you know. Yeah. If you get too close to him, he might tackle you. I mean, that's how <laughs> intense he is. But it's so much fun. So much yeah. fun. How's your relationship with Coach Franklin? Having a, a top, yeah. top five, top two. Well, I mean, AP poll just dropped him a spot for not for winning, but how's a top six, seven uh, football team in the country benefit you as a basketball coach? First day I got on my press conference, he was waiting there for us, and he met my family and I, and, and from there it's been just been great. Um, we're, you know, he, he's a Division two quarterback at East Stroudsburg. as a D3 guy at Lebanon Valley. You know, uh, it's good football, man. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. And just, uh, you know, he's, he, he, he's about all the right things. Uh, so I spent, we came back from the Bahamas in, in August, and when camp started, it was like the second week of camp, uh, we were off for a couple of days, and I was up here by myself, so I called him on a Sunday night, I said, Coach, can I come over and watch practice? And he said, sure, anytime, you're welcome, anytime. I said, what time do you start tomorrow? I'd love to be in some meetings. Just to, I, love, I love to see if I could pick things up on communication. Yeah. Like that's my big, clear lines of communication. How do coaches talk to their players? Let me hear the communication in a different program. So I went over at 7 a.m. for the coaches' meeting, and I was there the whole day till 11 o'clock. Uh, 
We, he and I went and walked seven miles at lunch. That was my lunchtime with him. We went and walked seven <laughs> miles. The best thing about the walk was when we were walking around town. If I was in Richmond, everybody would be yelling my name. Nobody knows me. I'm walking around, everybody's yelling him. I loved it. It was great. It was great. But just I was so impressed with the energy in that building and how much everybody loved being there. And then the morale that Coach Franklin created, just walking around with him, talking to his players, talking to his staff, talking to the custodians, like there's, there's, there's some magic in there, there's, there's some positivity in there that you, you want to take to your program. And he, he's helped me get through some things here and, and how, to, yeah. how to guide, you know, find, find ways to, 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 to figure things out, all that great, great. And, and um, we're, like, I've always cheered on Penn State football. But now being here, it's a whole different level. And as some of you guys know, you walk out on that field or you're in the student section and you're that close. Yeah. Man, it's, uh, you want to put a helmet on. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, I wanted to ask you about, there's been challenges of building a basketball program at Penn State, but there's also been success. There's been a lot of yeah. success here in the basketball program. What, what are the one or two things that still need to happen in order to be able to reach the, become a consistent top 25 program? Yeah, that's a great question. There's been pockets of success. There hasn't been sustainable success. There hasn't been four or five straight years of just getting after yeah. it with great success. And that's got to be our goal. We got to build it to last. We got to build it to make it sustainable that, that we are in the top 25, that, that when we're going on the road, people are saying, you yeah, know, we're going to get this one. Like I, that's, Number one is belief, right? You got you, you got to give belief. It's got to start with me, and it's got to be an everyday thinking. It's got to be an everyday approach. But the things that we need, you know, for without a doubt, we need to upgrade our facilities. Uh, they're not where they need to be to be in the Big Ten. We'll get there. I, I believe in Pat Crap. I wouldn't have come here if that's not going to be something that's that, that I know is important to him. You know, the the NIL, okay. like it or not, it's here. Um, I love it that our guys have opportunities to be able to help themselves and support their family. I love it. Uh, it's it, we got to be competitive. We don't have to be the best at it. I don't want to be the best at it. I, I don't. I don't want to buy players. Uh, but what I want to do is I want to compete against people. So we're very supportive in the NIL for our guys mm -hmm. and give them great opportunities to brand their, themselves and and put themselves out in the community. Some of the things our guys have done, and they. They got supported for it, but they had to put themselves out there in the public with adults and people that don't look like them and, and go to schools and go to all different functions in the community. And now they're a part of the community because of the NIL. That's, yeah. that's so awesome. So yeah. we got to be great at that. We got to be great at that. We got to continue to build a facility and just every day continue to try to make something better in our program. Yeah. Something better and starts with starts with me and it, and it trickles down to everybody. Last couple of things before we open it up to the crowd for some questions. Uh, take take all the fans here through the whirlwind of when you get the job the first 48 oh, hours. I mean, you're, you're recruiting, right? You're on roster, you're recruiting the portal, you're trying to figure out who's committed. <laughs> you're building a staff. Well, I, I, I had no intention of, of, of leaving Richmond, Virginia. My, my daughter is a senior. They're living, my, my, fam, my son's a wide receiver at Colgate. My daughter Porter just committed to Penn State to play lacrosse. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's uh, uh, right before uh, Coach Missy called her. She was she was going to go visit that school in Ohio. Which I, one? Yeah, I'm not saying it. But yeah, exactly. And I was like. Honey, if that's where you want to go, I'll fully support you. But I'm not wearing it red. I don't, Daddy doesn't wear red. Hell no, no shot. And uh, 
So I had no intention, Adam, of, of leaving, leaving VCU. Great place, great school. People there are awesome. Fans are awesome. We had a really good team returning. And then it was Pat Kraft. Mm -hmm. Pat Kraft and the president and, and how connected they are and what they want to do with basketball. So it went a Friday phone call, a couple hours on the phone with Pat, met with them Sunday, talking, met with my team, which is the hardest thing. Uh, unfortunately, I've done it a two other times, but to, to do it to that team at VCU was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, was telling them I was gonna leave them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I, when I drove home, I told my wife, you know, my, my I told my, here we go, let, let, we're, we're on this adventure, which we've been on it for a long time. Uh, she pretty said, all right, let's go to work. <laughs> and we, uh, next day we flew up here for the press conference, and when we got up here, met with the players that were here, and then it was all phone calls. My staff, we, I mean, I had my staff, we were ready to go, and, and it was just phone calls and going to get some players. And then the most important thing that you can do as a leader is give your time to your players. Yeah. That's it. Like, so I was here, the guys that were here, Kanye and Jamil and Meech and some of the other guys that left, they were number one on the list. Um, and to build trust, the only way you build trust is through time and communication. And that was my job. So mm -hmm. we went out to a lot of meals. Like I learned in like 10 days where all the places to eat are because I, I, we were eating meals like you, three you times a day. Oh yeah, a few times. <laughs> I ate more wings here. I set a record the one night uh, without a doubt. And, uh, and they're really good. So, uh, but I just, I, I grabbed guys and lots of meals. Even the guys that were graduating, Pick and, and Seth and those guys, just picking their brain about Penn State and Penn State basketball and say, we're gonna build relationships one day at a time. And so when we got, and then it was recruiting. And so we got 10 players, nine in the transfer portal, one international freshman in 59 days. Uh, it was, it was, cra uh, it was crazy. And, and it was the hardest thing I ever did in, in 59 days in two months. Uh, it was by far the hardest thing I did. It was six o'clock in the office, 6.30, and then you went to exhaustion. I couldn't tell you what time I got home because you just went, all right, that's enough. <laughs> and uh, the one day I slept on the couch in the office because I was just too tired to get in my car. We had an Airbnb in Toft Trees. We had eight beds. We started with eight coaches, a uh, strength coach and a manager. And I got out of there because uh, Denny told me, get your ass out of there by August 31st because the <laughs> football game was September 2nd. So I finally, I, I was down to me and, a, me and, and Pat, Pat, our, do, our director of basketball operations, we were there. So after five months, I finally found the place. And, and, uh, but I didn't care. I wanted to be as close to the BJC in the office because we had a lot of work to do. Yeah, all eight coaches in the uh, in the Airbnb. Yeah, we call it the frat house, but there was, <laughs> that sounds like there fun. was, there was no parties. I have, I have, I, you know what? I take, I'm taking pride in this. I was there for five months. I did not turn the stove or the microwave on one time. I swear to you, on my family, not one time. We had a lot of. Uh, Iced tea and, and, and yingling lager in that fridge. That was about it. So it's great. Before we get back to the pod, we got to talk about something super important. Fellas, I know you guys are using those sharp razors to shave your face and to shave your manly areas. I'm telling you, stop doing it. I was in your shoes. I was using regular razors, and then I found Manscaped. The Manscaped sponsored the pod a few months ago. And I started using their products. It has changed my routine and my life completely. I told you before about Smooth Sack Summer. It's now Fresh Ball Fall. You need fresh balls in the fall. There's no excuse not to be fresh. Let's be honest. We both know we go in a little bit nervous to our manly grooming routine with the regular old razors we use. But with Manscaped, it takes away 
any feeling of being nervous. I use the lawnmower 4.0 when I'm doing my manly grooming. I use the beard hedger for my face and the reviews have been immaculate. Just take my word on that one, boys. So I'm telling you, if you're using regular old razors, stop and use Manscaped. And you can go to manscaped.com and use my code ADAMB for 20% off and free shipping. I'm telling you guys, it's fresh ball fall. Using Manscaped will change your routine, change your manlyhood, and change your life. Manscaped.com, promo code ADAMB for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, last thing I got for you before we take some questions. Um, I talk a lot on my podcast about adversity, overcoming adversity in your career, because it's never, it's never easy, right? It, yeah. There's always things that happen. What's the moment in your career you face some adversity, and how did you overcome it? Oh, wow. Um, I lost my, my dad. My dad in two, October 2008, you know, some of you probably know this story. My dad was a state senator for 28 years in Pennsylvania. He was a high school football coach, a principal. He was killed by a drunk driver uh, in October 2008. That's adversity. That's real adversity. The, great, the, the, the greatest thing that came out of that is I knew how much I, my father loved me and I could live with that the rest of my life and I was going to be okay. That's why you love the people around you all the time. Mm -hmm. Professional adversity, come on, man. Uh, you lose a recruit, uh, you take it on the chin for the day, you move on. You lose a tough game or you think you should have won that game, you, you learn from it. You have a, a season where you underachieve, right? If you coach long enough, you go through everything. Uh, I had a year at VCU where we were picked to win an all uh, top 25 team. And we had a lot of injuries and we just didn't, we didn't do well enough. I failed those guys. But instead of pointing the finger, you always, how can I learn from this to get better? And uh, I'll be honest with you, in sports you know this, and in life, if you can learn at a young age to deal with adversity, you're gonna pass everybody out, yeah. uh, without a doubt. And uh, the greatest days of growth in my life was when I was dealing with adversity, when I hit rock bottom, when I thought it was rock bottom, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's when you grow the most and the best way you get out of that hole is together yeah. uh, on a team together in a business together as a family uh, you, you learn a lot you learn a lot about yourself and the people around you who have your back when you deal with adversity so um, I don't want adversity for our guys uh, but man I, I know one thing I know how we're gonna handle it yeah. straight on never make excuses if you learn one thing from me ever here at Penn State is if you want something in life, you got to go after it and don't make any excuses on the way. Just keep going. I, I just always live by that. My dad taught me that. My mom taught me that. And you have people that believe in you. You don't make excuses and you work really hard. You usually find out some really good things yeah. about yourself and find success. I just yeah. truly believe that. I love it. I appreciate that. Oh, well, let's, let's open it up for some questions. We got, uh, I think Lene's walking the mic around, right? Who's, who's got our first question for Coach? Hey, Coach. My name's Angel Keel. I'm a senior uh, mechanical engineering student from uh, Doylestown, PA. Great. Um, I just wanted to know what you're looking from, uh, forward to from us, from the student section. Um, how to not try to help you win, but make sure we win. Um, and just your perspective. Great question. I appreciate it. I've said this. I mean, I want you to come to the game and get crazy. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. I, I, I want you guys at the end of this year to say, man, going to the basketball games are some of the best memories I had this year. And just show up, be loud, be proud, go crazy, talk a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Get the other team wound up, yell at the refs. If you get in trouble, I'll try to get you out of it. Like, I mean, but like, as much as we're gonna get after it, I want you and your friends to get after it. I want you to can't wait to get to the basketball game tomorrow. 
Where are we going to pregame, right? Where are we going to pregame? Whose house are we going? Are we going to champs to pregame? And then we're all running down. Let's go and, and get after them and have a lot of fun with it. If you have as much fun in the BJC this year as me, you're going to create some great memories. That's what it's got to be. Why do we do this? Because it's supposed to be fun. And, and going to sporting events as a student, I mean, come on. I mean, I used to go to Lebanon Valley games, I used to go heckle the volleyball team. You know what I mean? Like, that was fun. So, like, let's, let's do that. In any way I could help the students and get things together. And, you know, I, I, I can't drop off a keg at a frat house. Those days are over. I used to do that back in the day. Uh, Randolph Macon, I can't do that anymore. So, statues of limitations there, so I'm good. Um, but anything I could do to help, uh, tomorrow night uh, we're, we're having a big pepper rally and uh, all that stuff. It'll be a lot of fun and all that stuff, a little madness. But anything I could do to help you guys. But just bring everybody, show up. Try to bring somebody new every game. That was a challenge I always said at other places that I've been. Hey, you, you have your four or five people that always come to your core. Add two more. Add two more. And then you're, you're, you're coming 20 strong and somebody else is coming 40 strong. And we'll do a lot of neat things, too, with the students here to have a lot of fun. But I, I want you sweating with us when we go on a run and they call a timeout. I want it to be so loud. You, you could go to a sporting event at Penn State and act like a complete idiot and not get in trouble. There's nowhere else you can do that. So might as well do it. Thank you. you bet. Thank you. I may need to join the student section for a game. That's you, oh, you have to. All right. You heard him. You heard him. I'll hold you to that for sure. I'm going to yeah. paint my chest. Yeah. So. Paint your chest and your face. Uh, I don't know about let's, let's just, yeah, Your face. Your face. What's going on, Coach, uh, over here? Uh, my name is Jawan Sr. as well. My question is, is, what is the biggest thing, in your opinion, that is lacking in the college basketball landscape as a whole? And what is specifically with that that you wanted to uh, change? What would I change in college basketball? Um, the refereeing, but I, you know, <laughs> you know how that goes. Yeah, I would change the transfer portal. Not, not that you can't go in the transfer portal, because sometimes things don't work out. But I do think that when we all make a commitment in all parts of your life, right, uh, you, have, you make a commitment, you should see some of that through. Um, I, uh, I do think that uh, freshmen taking off, you gotta go through a, a tough year. That might be the greatest growth year of your life uh, when there's adversity. So I think if you're a freshman and sophomore, you should have to sit out a year if you transfer. I don't think there would be as many. Um, now there's circumstances, I think we all agree, that's, there's some things that are different, that's why you have waivers. Uh, when you're a, a junior and a senior and things aren't working and you are in great academic standing, meaning you're going to graduate at the place you go, there's kids, there's kids transferring and they're losing 32 credits. And then, then, then their eligibility's up and they're 20 credits short of graduating. That's not why we're here. You guys are all here to get a great degree and graduate. I think these scholarship athletes should be held to the same standard. So that would be my my thing there, you know, if you're in great standing and you don't lose a, a certain amount of credits at the next institution, if you're a junior, senior, and, and you want to roll, okay, that's different. So that would be one of my, my biggest things. I'm also on the ethics committee, and people just cheat, and we don't hammer down on cheaters. If I had a, if I was czar for one day, we'd hammer down on cheaters. So, because it's just, it, there's too much stuff that goes on in college athletics that just should be hammered down. 
but that's that's a whole nother interview. <laughs> <laughs> We're going for a while. Uh, hey, Coach Kyle Krovoth. I'm a grad student here at Penn State. Uh, my question for you is: You talked a lot about growing sustainably and doing it the right way. Um, can you talk a little bit about how specifically you did that whenever you got here, whether that was getting like a certain number of players in each graduating class, something like that, and how you plan on continuing to do that, whether that be through getting incoming freshmen and the transfer plan? Great question. Well, number one, I, I want high school kids. I want high school kids because I love, and I'm just very partial to the development part. I love, I love working with a high school seniors and recruiting him and getting him excited about Penn State and then developing him. Uh, I, I love that. And then they, they turn him into this player and this young man and all that. So uh, we're, not, we're never going to stop doing that. We're going to try to recruit really good high school players that want to be here and, and develop over their four years. We'll use the transfer portal when we need to as long as they're great fits. That, that to me is, and, and I don't mean just to fit to our basketball program and our needs, to fit to the Penn State community um, that want to be a part of the Penn State environment. And that's going to class every day. Uh, that's doing well in school. That's, that's being a part of the community. That's participating on, th uh, on campus like THON. Like, like I want guys that want to be a part of all that and so many other things. And oh, oh yeah, and try to win a Big Ten ch championship in basketball and try to go be a pro. I think you can do all that at a place like here. So fit, I want to find fit like for sure. But from the first day we got here, our, the biggest thing was let's build this to last. Let's get, try to get really good players. And we're going we're gonna to have some bumps in the road like we all do. But man, let's, let's go try to find some dudes that really want to be with me, be with us, and love being at Penn State. Because you know what happens is those guys take off. Uh, just like you guys as students, you, you were a lot different when you were a freshman. Now, now you're ready for the real world because of your experience here. That's no different in athletics as well. How's it going? My name's uh, Max. I'm a sophomore business student. Um, Penn State basketball saw a lot of success during the COVID year. Unfortunately, it was cut short. They were, you know, teetering on a you know, top 10 team in the country. How do you look to get back to that position? A lot of hard work, right? Making good decisions and... I'm good friends with Coach Chambers, so I picked his brain a lot, and that, that COVID year was so unfortunate because they were really, really good, and they were rolling. And so, but Penn State's had pockets of success, and we, so we, we, our staff studied them. Uh, well, as soon as I got here, we went back all the way to, well, really back to, to the 80s, but when we got into the Big Ten in 1995, and we studied the, the best teams and the, the, the teams that weren't so good, the 500 teams, and we study that number one is we got to score the ball. The best teams at Penn State and the, and the teams that did well in Big Ten play scored the basketball. So we're going to play fast, take a lot of threes, get the possessions high. We're going to press and fly around too. Um, that, that is the, the, the system part, right? The basketball part. The other part of it is, is getting people to believe, right? Like you guys, you're here right now, like, like, I just, we're gonna believe. We're gonna work really hard, that gives us confidence. And then, you guys have known this, you guys have seen sports, you've seen Penn State athletics. You just gotta show up, right? And then anything could happen. Well, if we show up with a plan, with some hard rocking dudes, and we have a swag to us, anything could happen in those 40 minutes. We practice that way. Uh, it's not being cocky, it's, it's, it's building our armor. It's, it's, it's creating a swag that you guys are gonna be proud of. Like, like, I can't wait to go to Indiana. 
Some people would say the other way around, like, why would you? Th no, man, think, about, think about this. I get up every morning on Penn State's campus to coach basketball, and then I can get to play at Purdue, Ohio State, Michigan, and Indiana. I'm going to coach in the palestra this year against Michigan. I don't know what you guys are doing December 16th, but I'm going to coach a basketball game in the garden, in Madison Square Garden. You know what I mean? I mean, the last time I was in the garden was last August. To, to, I, I saw Rage Against the Machine. Uh, it was awesome. And then, and then Pat knows this. Last September, Pearl Jam was playing there on 9-11. I was on the road recruiting, and I, I called my assistant and said, hey, um, cancel the flight. I'm just going to drive back. Why? I drove, in the, I drove down to the garden, got a ticket. I went and saw Pearl Jam by myself. <laughs> the next time I'm in the garden I, with, my, with my guys coaching a college basketball game, in the garden. Are you kidding me? I'm a kid from Schuylkill County, Pennsylvania. You know what I mean? So, so why not us, right? Why not us? And, and if I'm going to bet on anyone, we're betting on us, right? And I always say we're playing with house money. And so we're going to have that swag and we're going to go after people. And, some days we're going to die. You know what? We're going to get up the next morning and go to work. But you know what? Some days we're going to kill, too. And I like that. Hey, Coach. I'm talked over way, uh, hey, talked away here in the corner. Uh, Zach Sakel with the Locked On Nitty Lines podcast, host of the show. Uh, people have had concerns that the offense is going to be slow or boring. With what you're able to share, what can you tell us about the offensive game plan for this season? I'm not bore, boring or slow. Well, I'm slower, <laughs> but I'm not boring. Uh, we, we, we can't win at Penn State being slow, my man. We can't. We can't. If we're going to play quarter-court offense and quarter-court defense, we'll get bludgeoned. So we're going to play fast and aggressive, and we're going to try to sweat people out. We're going to try to wear people out. Now, we're going to play smart basketball and share the, share the ball, and we're going to be sound and disciplined. I like to always say I, I want our teams to be disciplined warriors, right? Warrior, think about it. I was a history major, so this is where it comes from. <laughs> to be a disciplined warrior, right? To be a warrior, you gotta, you got to be a savage. You, you can't be afraid to go after people and get them, right? So you conquer their land. But the greatest warriors in the history of time also had the greatest discipline. So that's what we want to be. We want to be, be disciplined warriors. So we want to play smart, intelligent basketball, but we're also... We're, we're going to go after people. Uh, we're not gonna, if we're playing on our heels at Penn State, we're not going to win. There's many a years we've seen that. I'm not doing that. So we're, we're going to sharpen our sword every day, and then we're going after people. And some days you're going to like what you see, and some days if the ball's not going in or it's not our day, but I think you're going to love our style of play and how aggressive we are, without a doubt. Let's do one more question from the uh, our VIP section. That's the Christian Hackenberg section, we call it. VIP up there. Uh, <laughs> uh, sir, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about Big Ten expansion, especially with juggernauts on the West Coast? I love it. I love it. Bring it on, right? they got to come to State College, too, right? Uh, so uh, I don't have a, you know, I'm not going to get 10 on the West Coast. So I'm not worried about that. Uh, but so we get to we get to take our team to UCLA or USC or Washington or or Oregon. And it's going to be on national television. And if we go out there and win, think about the party we're going to have in State College. Like that's that's how I look at it. Like opportunities, right? All we want in life are great opportunities. Now, are you ready for that opportunity? We're gonna, we're gonna go out to LA and play college basketball. Are you crazy, right? Come on, man, that, I mean, that's, that's the fun of it. So I think it's great, it be, makes us one of the most powerful 
maybe the most powerful power five in the uh, in the country, uh, and way that things are changing in the NCAA and college athletics, it gives us strength and power when decisions are made to do a good job of putting our student athletes in some great positions for success. Coach, well, we appreciate your time. Oh, I appreciate what you're doing for Penn State. The excitement you brought around this place in your Thanks. short time here has been great. Can't wait to see you build this into well, one of the best programs in the country. Appreciate everything you do, and it's big time. And to represent Penn State, all you guys is, is special for me to be here. Appreciate all you guys. I'll see you really soon. Uh, I can't buy you a drink. I would, but I can't. <laughs> but have a great time. Just please be careful. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Coach. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you.